Hey friends, welcome to Thrive and Align Healing Podcast. This is Kim. And this is Carmen. And we basically solve all the world's problems here on the podcast. Just kidding. We talk about holistic healing. We explore ways to change our thinking um, and the mind-body connection to stimulate healing in our body. So you know, all that mind-body-soul stuff. Yep, that's what we talk about each week. So thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Hi friends, welcome to Thrive and Align Healing Podcast, episode 15. We're going to talk about abundance versus scarcity this week. So, from my perspective, I have, I was raised um, in a culture, especially living in Oklahoma, um, where scarcity was the primary mindset, right? Like there's not enough money. When, uh, I love talking about money, I love money. Um, so, when when someone makes more money than me, then they're taking away from the amount of money that I can make. It's kind of how I was raised, you know? Yeah. Or I was raised um, that money doesn't grow on trees and that it's hard to get. And so when you earn it, you save it. Right. And then you're afraid to spend it because there may not be more coming back around, right? And you can use this example for lots of other things other than money, you know, like, um, I don't know, I guess. You could use it for even success or relationships. Yeah. Right? And that um, you have to work really hard, right, to yeah. earn um, something um, for, yeah, to, to be worthy, if you will. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I know a lot, because I tend to be in the divorce world, right, and since I've had a divorce, and the easiest thought that we can grab onto is if I am not with this person, no one else is going to want me. Mm-hmm. So the scarcity of partners, right? right? Um, there's no one else that's going to love me or accept me. And it's really interesting, um, Brooke Castillo, my life coach, was talking about kind of the, the root of where scarcity came from. And she yes. talked about it came from like our caveman days and first grade. Okay. So in the caveman days, and this is Brooke's example, I will totally give her credit for it. In the caveman days, resources were what we could find, mm-hmm. right? We went and looked for food, and then we had to share the food with all the others, right? Um, and there wasn't a lot of food. Food was hard to come by. Water was hard to come by. Shelter, because yeah. we lived in caves. We didn't know how to use our brains to build shelters to cultivate food right yet um so yes resources were limited but as we've used the human brain the prefrontal cortex to evolve and move forward we've used our brain to create resources yes so we create shelters now we create food we cultivate food we create money Right, but our mind is still kind of stuck in that prehistoric era, and then also first grade teaches us we all have to share. There's not enough crayons to go around, so we're all going to share the crayons, right? True. And so our little first year, uh, first grade brains like, there's not enough snacks, there's not enough candy, I have to share all this, so I'm going to hoard it, <laughs> right? <laughs> You know those yes. kids. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think it's just so easy to stay in that. 
Mm -hmm. right and then filter the world through that scarcity perspective there's not enough they have stuff but I don't it's hard to get that stuff for me and it's easy for them right like it can just send a rabbit trail of what I like to call victim mentality sure so you have this this um kind of black and white thinking yeah right this um if it's not in abundance um or this abundance is not going to to be limitless mm -hmm. right it's waiting kind of for that other shoe to drop some people yeah. may describe it uh waiting for that uh time where it won't be available right or there's not enough available mm -hmm. um so yeah by framing that we often kind of pigeonhole ourselves into okay if our expectation has changed um, and our understanding has changed and it's more of sort of the, the scarcity mm -hmm. um, then we're not opening ourselves to the opportunity to have you know um, abundance or to attract that um, limitless or endless possibilities right yeah. and if you have a scarcity and in my life scarcity it wasn't in just certain areas it tended yeah. to overflow to all areas that's just right. how I perceive the world um, but when you think from a scarcity perspective, you can only create more scarcity. Oh, yeah. So like a scarcity mindset does not create abundance. Yeah. It creates more scarcity because the brain is going to continually find evidence to prove that scarcity exists. So if you can shift from that to an abundant mindset, abundant mindset creates more abundance right because you start looking for evidence of where there's an abundance and I mean if you just look at like again I like Brooke's my best friend she doesn't really know it yet um, if you look at Brooke Castillo's life like when she she had this abundant mindset she continues to create more abundance for herself right. last year she made 25 million dollars she's already projected to make 35 million this year yeah you know, and it's just like because all she sees is abundance more, and she doesn't see money from a scarcity perspective, right? right? Like, there's this great example. Like, let's say you and I, Carmen, graduated college. Okay, mm -hmm. like, look, we went to the same college. You went to Cornell, right? Yes. So, let's say I went to Cornell. Both of us graduate same year, right? And we're in the same field. Let's say we're both accountants, mm -hmm. okay? We go, we go to the same accounting firm, right? Same credentials. They start us out at $40,000, okay? Okay. Um, let's say that you shift from a scarcity, like, oh, I've got this 40, um, to a, how I believe that money comes by creating value. And value is created from my brain. And so you create more value for this accounting firm, right? So yes. you bring more money in. Right. And then they, we're both at 40,000, because you brought more money in, got a promotion. Mm. And they bump your salary up to 60000 They don't take 20000 from my $40,000 salary, right? right? You've created more money by your value, so they gave you more. So now you're at 60, I'm at 40, but you didn't take away from my 40. So it's like yeah. that we think of money and, and resources from this negative sum game, right? meaning, 
a lot of us think of it as Carmen gets a promotion, you get 60, well, they're taking 20 away from Kim, and I'm only going down to 20,000. And that's not how the world works. That's not the case. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's like you create value, you create more resources, money especially, right? Yes. Um, you have an apple. You take the seeds from the apple, you bury them, you create an apple tree, you have more, more apples. apples, right? Right, yeah. 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 Um, I think that that, uh, that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think when we're talking about sort of that, that scarcity perspective, is a lot like a survival mode, yes. right? Um, is that it's that cycle of survival that you're just kind of uh, getting by um, where you can. Um, I have an example of um, somebody that I've met recently um, who is uh, very successful in her field um, of, of nutrition. She's considered a thought leader um, in a specific subset of nutrition. And um, she's very successful. She's written several books. And um, she uh, is a, she has a six-figure salary that she has created her own, right, through her passive income or her small business and, and seeing um, folks one-on-one. -on -one. And so, um, she, yeah, she's doing very well for herself uh, monetarily. Um, and... It came to my attention the other day. She has a uh, a van. It's a nineteen eighty something van, and she um, was complaining about car trouble. And so one of her friends says, "Well, have you ever looked at getting a new car?" You know, and when they made that suggestion, it, this look came upon her face like, "How dare you suggest I get a new car? This van still runs. It still works. I worked hard for it." I'm going to take it to my dad who's 80 years old and have him fix it for me um, because I can't afford a new car um, even though her bank account reflects that she could afford several new cars right, right? but it's that mentality right yeah. that um, that that uh, has developed with her that she's making um, plenty of money that most of us would consider hey that's successful yeah. right yeah. That's enough money to provide for my family and to be able to have transportation that I can travel to my job or to events um, that I want to participate in um, and, and not have to worry, right, as much. But uh, from her perspective, she's not there, right? So right. she's got plenty of money in the bank, but um, is still driving, yeah, uh, or still asking to get repaired right. a 1980s van because, yeah, she Because she's like, still in the scarcity mindset, yes, right? Yes, very much Even so. though she has all the resources. Yeah. A lot of times I've, I've learned, so if we go from not having money, yes. right, we, we have this mentality of, like, money's hard to get, right? Like, getting a hold of it is hard. Yes. But people, when they get a hold of a lot of money... It shifts then, if they have not worked on their scarcity mindset, if they have it, it shifts to losing. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get one way, and then when we have it, I'm gonna lose my money, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's why, like, I love, again, I'm going back to Brooke. Brooke says, like, you're still the same person. You're the yeah. same person when you're bringing $15,000 in a year you're still experiencing the human ex existence of 50-50. We have half positive emotions. We have half 
negative emotion, you still experience those no matter how much income's coming in. Mm -hmm. And if you don't deal with the thoughts and beliefs, it's you're still gonna be miserable. You're miserable when you're trying to work to get it if you believe it's hard to get it. And then once you got it, you're miserable because you're so worried about losing it. Losing it, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think we see that, that often. I will, um, also, um, we can translate this to health too, mm -hmm. right? Um, oftentimes when people uh, have poor health, have a chronic condition, have chronic pain, mm -hmm. um, sometimes that starts this cycle of um, scarcity and not believing that they can be healthier, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That people can have a, a abundant health and uh, feel better and um, you know be better and so um, sometimes people will think even if they um, have a lot of family history of a particular illness or disease right they think oh um, it's going to I'm gonna get that right um, especially with diabetes oh you know my mom has diabetes my grandma all my aunts and uncles have diabetes it's pretty likely um, that that is something that uh, will occur in my lifetime. And so that is also another um, side to that coin of scarcity, yeah. right? In that thinking, oh, we don't um, deserve better health or we don't have control on our health in that sense. Yeah, so. Well, you know, like, I, I mean, I've only lived in America, so I can only yeah. say in America, we don't even, I think, understand that we can have abundant health mm -hmm. we think from a uh, a sick model oh yes right like yes. it's like like the going back to money right like uh, if i have it i'm afraid to lose it but yeah that's how we have our health right because yes. we're afraid to lose our health we think we're going to lose our health or um that being having abundant health is like not on even on the radar. We're just trying to prevent getting sick. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, I think you're exactly right. Um, it's that you know perspective that um, we appreciate what we have, <laughs> um, but there's not always that. Okay, you know this abundance can multiply. Right. Yeah. More abundance. Um, that you know it's that. Uh, um, attracting or you know um, opening things up say okay yeah from that abundance perspective that it's unlimited right, right. That the possibilities are limitless right. um, of what my health looks like what my wealth looks like what my relationships right what my finances look like right um, and uh, being in that perspective right yeah. instead of holding on to yeah. whatever you got with all your might hoping it won't slip through your fingers yeah yeah and I love that example. So let's go back to your holding on, hoping yeah. it doesn't. So I want you guys that are listening right now to imagine. Like, take your fist, make a fist. Yeah. Hold it real tight. Can I give you a $100 bill in that hand? No. no. Like, yeah. we can't receive things when we're holding things so tightly. The, the posture of receiving is an open hand, mm -hmm. right? Allowing things to flow in, flow out. Um, realizing like I love this perspective too like when I earn a ton of money I'm not taking away from someone else's money yeah right because I and I'm total hippie I believe it's the universe's money right and it just exchanged from hand to hand it's not like 
this money is Carmen's money with Carmen's name on it, or yeah. this house is Carmen's house with Car you know, like this is all just the universe's resources. That tree is not your tree. It's you know, it's like the universe's tree. And it sometimes I happen to live in this house with that tree in my yard, and you may live in this house, and that tree's going to be in your yard. Right. Same with other resources. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's very much that um, under you know, and uh, not understanding, but um, having that perspective um, of it being you know fluid, right? Yeah. Instead of you know, I'm taking something from this pile and putting it in the other yes. pile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it is, I mean, we don't have a, a finite amount of a particular resource, right? right. We have um, suspected amounts of different resources out there, and it's, you know, a, a matter of um, how fluid they are, but also how can we create other resources, right? right. So that that re resource can um, be available to anybody. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, like, as, as each one of us shifts mm -hmm. into from a scarcity mindset, and, and hear me, that is not an easy shift. That oh. takes work. It does take work. <laughs> because it permeates so many areas of your life, and you don't even realize it, right? right? But when we shift from scarcity into abundance, and you create... Mm -hmm. So let's go back to my example of us being accountants, right? And yes. then you've got this promotion. Then you go open your own firm, right? Mm -hmm. And you're making a ton of money, so you hire more people. And you treat those employees better, and you give them four weeks of vacation, and you take them to the Bahamas, right? right. Um, and they're doing well, and they're creating more abundance, right? Like, how much more abundance have you just created? Not only for your life, for your employees' lives, mm -hmm. their families' lives, like the abundance just continuously to compound, multiply. Right, right, yeah. Um, I like that example because it's it, um, tangible yeah. in a sense, right? So sometimes people um, m may come out this idea, can't come out um, at the idea of abundance versus scarcity of saying, oh, you know, okay, so abundance, okay, I sure I understand that, right? And like maybe that's a little bit more theoretical. Yeah. Um, and what are you, you know, tapping into and what does that abundance look like? Right. But when you look at that from, um, like, example, from a, even a company perspective, mm -hmm. right? Um, or a community perspective or mm -hmm. a church perspective or a family perspective, you know, as that unit um, grows in abundance. Right, then that changes um, or influences their worldview, right? Mm -hmm. So then um, they have the opportunity to grow, to provide more value, provide more abundance um, for, yeah, that whole entity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We do see that on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. And you just elevate the whole, the yes. whole system, the whole society, right? Because, and people, I, I was raised with this quote, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. And when it was pointed out, when the rich get richer, the poorer get richer. The poor get richer. Because the quality of life of the poor is elevated as well. Because of the poorest people in America, okay, okay. there's this research study, the poorest people in America are 68% more wealthy than the rest of the world. Oh, interesting. Right? Yeah, it's okay. So as the rich get richer, 
that poor person's quality of life improves as well and they become more abundant as well. Yes, yes, I see. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense, yeah, because you're elevating the whole the economy of the state, right, mm -hmm. of the country, yeah. and so that in turn, yeah, does trickle down. Yeah. Um, that makes sense, yeah, uh, yeah, on a larger scale, yeah. right? Now, you know, on a personal scale, whether they recognize that as abundance is, right. is definitely different. Yeah, well, yeah, but. I think you, when you get down into that, and I took a, a seminar on the poverty mindset, yes. right, yeah. and that it is a culture. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, but, of course, like, of course scarcity permeates mm -hmm. it. So there, you know, scarcity does not allow you to see abundance. Right, yeah. And um, I just want to um, encourage a little bit uh, because it is a lot, I mean, not a lot, but it is a challenge, right? And it does take work to be able to identify those scarcity thoughts mm -hmm. and where they come, well, where they come from, but how to begin to let go of that scarcity, how to understand how um, that plays into our understanding of our, you know, worthiness and our ability to be abundant and to be able to create things of value um, mm -hmm. to be able to share, yeah, yeah. With, with our community, with our world. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I totally, I always, I always go into that spiritual meta realm, I guess. Um, Manifestation, mm -hmm. right? Like you yeah. cannot manifest more from scarcity. If you're gonna manifest more, you have to manifest from abundance. Right. Right. Yeah. And so that's going into your like, if you're wanting more from your life, if you're wanting a different life, like I'll use my own life example. Like mm -hmm. when I was in higher education, um, I left making forty thousand dollars with a master's degree, right? And yeah. I was living in scarcity. Yeah. Like, you know, like. I just go on paycheck to paycheck and wondering, like wanting more and just thinking like, I just want to make 60,000, right? right? Like yeah. thinking that that's better, yeah. um, and, but it's hard to get there, mm -hmm. right? And now that I've learned about, like I create my own reality mm -hmm. and my reality will be what my thoughts are. And if I think scarcity thoughts, my reality is going to reflect that. Yes. If I think abundant thoughts, then I'm going to be on the trajectory to make six figures. Right. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, and it's like you have to, it's work, just like you said, right? Like evaluating these thoughts and, and butting up against beliefs. I think that's the hardest part. It's because yes. they feel so real and they feel so true and they feel so black and white. This is how the world works. Yeah. I mean, that that's oftentimes those, um, that plays into our worldview, right? Mm -hmm. Like exactly how we were raised, right? So um, I had this belief that I had to work really hard to earn money, mm -hmm. right? And that if I didn't work hard enough, I didn't deserve what I got, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so to be able to work through that and recognize, okay, um, I mean, I still have a very good work ethic <laughs> most days, uh, and I can appreciate that, but um, that doesn't always have to reflect Right um, in how much I make, yeah. right, or how much is available um, mm -hmm. by creating that that abundance. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I um, I also so I had kind of a different. <laughs> I had a belief system that um, money just came to me. Oh, right, <laughs> yes. and that it was. Uh, 
it was easier for money to just come to me. But if I had to work for it, it was going to be hard and limited. Because I believed me working for it meant that I was only ever going to make at the most $50,000. That was the ceiling I placed on myself as an earner. Yes. But then I had the other half of my brain, like, money just comes to me. And I totally manifested that. Like, I never made 50. You know, like, 40 was the highest I ever made. And then when I would leave things, I'd make a shit ton of money. Right? Like, I sold my house, made a lot of money. I sold my gym. I never made a profit when I owned the gym. I always broke even. I sold the gym, made a profit. So it was like when I walked away from things, money came in. But if I was working for them, money was going to be really hard to get. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's interesting. I mean, everybody has a view on money, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Especially, uh, I think, anywhere in the world that people live, right? I mean, currency is a significant thing in our day-to-day interactions, Mm -hmm. right? Whether that's, yeah, how much we earn, how much we make, how much we pay out in expenses and bills. Right. Uh, We all have that commonality. Right. Um, And so recognizing, yeah, um, how we can influence right uh that that value and that abundance of money um it it can be really helpful in the long run yeah right yeah yeah um but i was trying to remember there is a um you know we always hear about the the glass ceiling yeah yeah um in recognizing uh where our glass ceiling is Mm -hmm. right um and it's sort of this idea that we've developed um, in our life and in our worldview as to, you know, how successful we can be, right? right. Or right. Um, how much we can earn. Right. right? Um, and oftentimes that glass ceiling is developed by uh, not just our interactions as kids, um, but when we get into the workforce. Oh, right? yeah. When we start school or um, a, a training program, right? They tell you, oh, you want to go into this profession because it makes this much money. Yeah. You want to do this because, you know, it's going to make that much money. Yeah. And then we begin to, yeah, um, kind of dream and develop what our life is going to look like based on how much money we're going to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that sense, we've already created this glass ceiling of saying, right. okay, yeah. Um, so I went into a profession that is expected to make, yeah, $50,000 a year. And that's it. You've already... Correct. Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's like the establishment told us there's a glass ceiling, Mm -hmm. which is bullshit. The establishment created the glass ceiling so we could believe that there's a glass ceiling. Right. And people are going to be like, whatever, Kim. Right? (laughs) And that's fine. You can believe that. I'm going to believe what I'm going to believe. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I'm... Before somebody told me that there was a glass ceiling, I was not aware that there was a glass ceiling. It was like, this job makes this much, or... This is how much I'm that you're gonna pay me. Right. This is how much I'm worth. Yeah. <laughs> right. And if I'd have believed at that time, like, nah, I'm worth 120 thousand. Right. I would have went and sought out jobs that were gonna pay me 120 thousand. Yeah. That, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um. And I know we talk a lot about money right now, but I think it's just a lot of money's a big deal to most people, right. and it's just the easiest example really to pull out when you're talking about scarcity and abundance. Yes. I think it's a lot easier to see. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, we could definitely translate this to other areas of our life, right? Like yeah. the um, relationships and, and health and, yeah, and wellness. But yeah. um, it's an, 
easier. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy example. Because yeah. it really is. I and, mean, it influences everybody. Yeah. 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 And it's funny, like, when you shift, like, you see what you believe you'll see. Mm-hmm. When I believed in scarcity, I saw scarcity. When I believe in abundance now, like, I just see so much abundance everywhere. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's that um, uh, perspective, mm-hmm. right? It's that being able to. Um, have a different perspective and being able to kind of go back and forth and see, you know, um, both sides of the coin Mm -hmm. um, to be like, oh, okay, Uh, I have this as an option. I don't have to see the world, right, or my situation from a scarcity perspective Um, and being able to recognize that that's a choice, right? That's a choice that we all have um, to be able to get there, to be in a, a... an abundance perspective, abundance state. Yeah. Yeah. To attract more, more abundance. Yeah. More, yeah. Yeah. And if you guys are into that nerd like me, like I love Dr. Um, Joe Dispenza's mm-hmm. perspective on like quantum physics. Uh, yeah. Quantum mechanics. Yeah. Quantum, quantum mechanics, quantum physics. And like, um, just, I, what is it? Uh, in the universe, having the ability to like manifest your own abundance right like mm-hmm. collapsing matter you know collapsing these electrons into matter creating these things like it gets super cool it's it's a shift yes right i mean you if you're like into that then go look up dr dr joe dispenza stuff yes um he has a a, a pretty unique perspective yeah, and he's uh, very good about trying to um, bridge that gap mm-hmm. between sort of the, the layperson's understanding of um, physics and the world around us and our health and uh, what influence we have and um, the understanding of the quantum mechanics of the universe, yeah. right? And how to use that power and that energy to um, promote health, to promote abundance in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so speaking of energy, I just, I want to give, since you guys are our podcast subscribers, like, you're getting first dibs, um, Carmen, Dr. Carmen and I just created a little resource, um, how to overcome fatigue, like, if you've been struggling with fatigue and just cannot figure out why, we created a resource for it, um, I will, in a couple podcast episodes from now, I will link it into the notes. But there'll be a video and then a free PDF, like three simple and easy steps that you can take today to start overcoming that fatigue and really getting that energy. Mm-hmm. See, I tied it in there. <laughs> the energy that you want, the abundant energy you want for the abundant health that I think is God-given. Like I, I, I feel like I'm yes. not one to be like, we deserve this. That's not my jam. Um, right. But I do think... I think it is a God-given to have abundant health. Like, he, the universe, God, source, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, created these mind-blowing bodies. And I, I think the intention would be to have an abundant health. Yeah. Not come from a sick model, scarcity model yeah. all the time that we do. So, that resource will be out there for you guys if you want to grab a hold of it. Yeah. Anything else? Um, no, I think that'll wrap it up for this week. All right. You guys have a wonderful week. Think abundantly. Start checking where all that scarcity stuff is. Um, And we will talk to you next week.
Hi, friends. Thank you for joining us this week on our podcast. Um, We appreciate any comments that you guys might have. Um, Please send us a review on iTunes. Um, We personally reply to all your comments, and we love to see what you guys are thinking. Um, If you'd like an update and an idea on our courses that we have to offer, please check out our website at thriveandalignedhealing.com.